Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecu. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey there, my favourites. I hope you're all doing all right. This week, I am talking to the wildly funny and wonder-brained comedian, Kima Bob, all the way from Houston, Texas. Nice to mix the perspectives up a little bit, isn't it, in these crazy times? No ginks right now, obviously, but I'm doing an Instagram Live roughly once a week at roughly 9pm uh, with some of my favourite former guests. So far, I've had people like Mark Watson, Rosie Jones, Desiree Birch, been so fun. Uh, Michael Chakravarti off of Bake Off, loads of great people. Anyway, make sure you're following at The Hoovering Pod on Twitter and on Instagram to find out when it's happening next. And they will be, as I said, on Instagram Live and they stay up for 24 hours. If you've got any spare dollar, why don't you give it to a food bank? I reckon keep people eating all through these rough times. Even if after that you have more spare dollar, uh, please have a look at patreon.com forward slash The Hoovering Pod and you'll see where you could swap uh, some of your pennies for um, podcast related things like uh, bonus extra content, um, some decision making powers in terms of things that I eat that kind of fun stuff guest recipes also um just tell other people about the podcast that's the biggest favor you can do me really um wang on about it 
please, online and in real life. I suppose online, more effective than ever compared to in real life, isn't it? Unless you're going to sort of try and shout it in the middle of your Thursday clappings. Um, This week I had a really lovely time I want to tell you about. I've joined this thing called uh, Quarantine Cooks, which uh, for now is just South East London, but I imagine it's going to grow. If you're isolating and can't get out, and or you're someone who who can get out and who loves to cook, get in touch with them um, if you're in South London for now, um, or get in touch with them and say where you are and that you'd love it to come to where you are. Uh, you Basically, it, it, I'm in the position of being someone who can get out and loves to cook, so I got paired up with someone who is shielding, and then the person who's shielding sends you a recipe that they desperately would love to eat. You get reimbursed for the ingredients, if you like. Um, you cook it for them at a certain time, and you pop it round. The person I cook for was super close to my house. Um, God, it brought me so much joy and I'm sure the scheme will grow because it's just such a brilliant idea. I can't see it not being a success. I made a lady um, an Eve's pudding, which I'd never heard of uh, and I had made one for me too. It's like an apple crumble, but instead of the crumble, you just get a massive cake on its roof. Fit. Anyway, if uh, you want to get or make food for someone else with someone else, um, email Charlotte and Joe at quarantine.cooks dot london at gmail.com and of course i put a link in the podcast notes so kima's in texas having a taco salad for lunch not a euphemism grow up and uh, i'm at home eating some ratatouille uh, with about four handfuls of cheese melted into the bastard yes please um yeah can you whatsapp me a picture of your food i took a picture of mine and um i'm so glad i did that because i've just begun eating it yeah food yeah. food prep food photography on 10 dude i have some natural lighting going i'm doing like oh. some angles oh very nice it's like a, a moment um, like a food photographer that's the whole job yeah definitely and i think the um natural lighting is an important element because um you you don't want to flash the food you know but it just creates a different colors and moments you know you just want what's on the plate to be able to represent itself yeah you don't want a plate of moments yeah Um, there's probably i feel like there's probably like a small wrapped chocolate somewhere called a moment yeah it's ringing a bell it's ringing a bell isn't it someone's definitely eaten a little unwrapped little moment Mm. um take a moment for yourself (laughs) i'll take 10 um (laughs) you're in uh, Houston, Texas. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh God, it's a very interesting place to to corone. I to thought corone. it would be a good idea. Yeah, it's a verb. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be a good idea to come, and it is as far as like I don't know, feeling at home type thing. Yeah. Because I'm literally at my childhood home. Sure. Um, Are you in the yeah. house you grew up in? Yeah, so this wow. is where I spent from like fifth grade on. Right. Um, so my mom has been here for like, oh my God, I think if I'm not mistaken, oh shit, well I can do math, I guess. If you're <laughs> in fifth grade, I think, I want to say, it's either, <laughs> this is a very large range. But it's somewhere between 11 and 15 years. Amazing. I don't know math. Who cares? They're math? both really long times. Um, but it means it's, it's lunchtime there, right? And, and dinner time here. So yeah, tell, me what, tell me what you've got for your lunch, because it sounded like a really American thing. 
Oh my god. Well. Oh, excuse me. I'm fucking getting into it. Mm, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. into mine. I'm getting into. Oh. I'm having. Okay, mm. so I'll do mine while you get into yours. But I yeah. Um, what, you, what you got going on there, Jay Fossey? I got some ratatouille that I made nice. uh, um, uh, and froze like about a month ago. Oh, and, uh, so the flavor really sets in there. It's really good, yeah. It's all the usual shit you'd find in a ratatouille, like some red onions, some aubergine, some peppers, some courgettes, or zucchini, or eggplants. Mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. I think there's uh, there's some chickpeas in there for a laugh. Whoa. And then, um, because I was prepping it like quite last minute, like just microwaving the... Ratatouille, I just did a yeah. microwave pouch of Uncle Ben's long grain and wild rice, and it's Exciting. so good. Exciting. And then I've scraped cheese on it, and it's done that fit thing where the cheese melts into the rice. And mm-hmm. I don't know that culturally that's appropriate, because I feel mm-hmm. like cheese and rice, I don't know, I'm all over it. I'm a big, big fan, and it's working very well for me. Well, as a person who is Italian... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I give you the I give you the seal. I give you the okay. seal of approval. Thank you did so you much. Bake it or did you stove top it? Stove topped the ratatouille. Yeah, because yeah, you I've never baked one. Methods, yeah, because you mm. can like layer the vegetables in a fun little shape and put the tomato sauce under it, and then Ooh. bake it, and then it's like all through there. And then you feel like you're cutting yourself a slice of, like, vegetable pie. That's a nice idea. It's very oh, extreme. I like it. I'm Italian. I really like it. <laughs> it's what Italians do. Thank you so much, sir, for your enriching Italian um, insight there. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, and tell me what you're having. Is it? Did you say a taco salad? Yeah. So, basically, it's like a taco salad. Very quotation because... It's a thing, but it's not a thing at the same time. Okay. So, like, basically, <laughs> it is um, tortilla chips, which have got some corn ones. I don't believe in flour ones. I think flour mm-hmm. and tortilla chips are Satan. Um, oh, good to know. Got your first bug yeah. I got a lot of um, a lot of opinions on those. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and then on top of that, we've got some turkey, some ground turkey. Okay. Which is a fun beef alt. Um, <laughs> and like mixed in with that, there's some kidney beans, some red mm. kidney beans. Um, and like taco e seasoning. I assume okay. there's cumin in the mix. I don't know. I bought it in a packet that says taco seasoning. Um, and so I kind of mix that up with, like, some onions. Um, and you're fucking ready to roll, essentially. Nice. So you basically um, got, like, a deconstructed taco, and then you get to call yeah, it a taco salad. Literally. And then plop onto that some cheese. You know, that's the cheese out there. Is it good cheese now that you've experienced the cheese of London? No, but I'm lactose (laughs) intolerant, so all cheese is bad cheese. (laughs) Ideally, I just don't have cheese, but I'm not going to do that. No. Yeah. And and you got some shredded lettuce on there, which, like, my mom was, I was like, hey, just get some lettuce. I'll chop it up. And she was like, 
and I quote, that's too hard. Um, <laughs> so, so she's got some pre-shredded iceberg nice. uh, going, which is honestly the worst lettuce, uh, so useless. Uh, the nutritional oh. value, non-existent. It's just so uh, crunchy water, isn't it, really? Yeah, really crunchy water. Like, why is this happening? You know, like, I feel empty inside uh, oh, when I have it. Um, some diced tomatoes happening. Uh, classic taco Amazing. move. Um, well, not di- a classic taco myself. move. It's not classic because I feel like in, in Mexico, like, tacos have different, you know, shapes and forms and stuff. But... Yeah. Um, Veggies aren't really a, a classic taco move. Okay. Um, yeah, just a little fun science from clearly an expert in both Italian yeah. and Mexican cuisine. Uh, <laughs> Your accent's changed since you've been home for a little bit, Kima. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to naturalize um, myself. How, um, how's lockdown eating been generally i know you're there with your mum but like and obviously she's not interested in chopping up a lettuce but you are yeah as, um but as has it been okay have you been able to get the things you want and i don't know has it been yeah, much different so from normal nobody here is baking bread dude sure so if i wanted <laughs> well i think everybody ran flour. out of steam here pretty quick on that shit too do you know what I mean? Like, I know there's yeah. a lot of sourdough starter action happening. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, are you guys okay? Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I think what's interesting about the grocery store is, um, I don't know how you guys are on like masks or like <laughs> homemade masks or whatever, but we're seeing yeah. a lot of those pop up. And so some grocery stores are enforcing that. Some grocery stores are being a lot looser with that. Meth. Did you say meth? Masks, but we do. Oh, masks. Also, I was like, yeah, homemade, ma- homemade meth. I was like, it's fucking breaking yeah. that. Oh, yeah, masks, 100%. yeah. I don't know how you guys are on meth. Um, um, we have one of the lowest um, mask wearing nations in the world, apparently. Nice. The UK. Yeah, 18% of people wear a mask when they go out. I read the other oh, day. Oh, I love that. Whereas what like 80 something percent in, yeah, well done. Well done, UK. Well, sometimes um, you don't want to win. Equally, I think it's one of those things where everyone's like, well, where am I going to get one where I'm not going to be charged £10 for a mm-hmm. disposable mask? But um, mm-hmm. I'm lucky my friend makes masks and she made me one and it's one I can wash. So, yeah. I nice, yeah. Mask but then I've not always been remembering. And so there have been times where I've been like, oh, fuck, I'm halfway to do my weekly food shop and I haven't yeah. got it and I've still gone. Well, it's I tough think, when other people don't um, have it yeah, as well because well, it's kind of like a reminder that like we're in this thing, you know. And I think that's literally all it does. There does seem to be a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of our scientists here again. Well, it doesn't stop you getting it, but it might stop you spraying your spit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Basically, it stops you giving it, not getting it. Um, totally. And do you think that's part of why people aren't wearing them? They're like, fuck it. Fuck you. I'm sharing. Sherry is caring. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I think you're absolutely spot on and why it wouldn't be a bad idea, especially if, as things might start to um, relax here a bit soon. At time of recording, we're uh, waiting in the UK in the next few days to find out how lockdown's going to start being eased. But I think if everybody 
was like strongly encouraged to wear masks. It does exactly that. It just reminds you this shit hasn't gone away yet. Mm-hmm. You know, which I which I think is no bad thing. It's just how everybody's going to get hold of one. I don't I don't know how they're going to arrange that. They're not very good at arranging on mass things. This government. Uh, are you guys oh, wearing God. masks? Yeah. So basically, the government's not arranging anything, um, yeah. but certain places are like recommending. Uh-huh. What's so funny out here, I think, is um, the government officials are really afraid of pushback. And I wonder if they're worried about re-election or what, because yeah, yeah. there was this one like governor dude who was like, we were encouraging people to wear masks in the stores, uh, but then it became apparent that people weren't really interested in doing that. So basically, he sounded like he was scared. Like He was like, we were trying to get them to be safe, but they don't want to, and I'm not going to make them do anything they don't want to do. Oh, That's just kind of like heartbreaking. Because, yeah. like, at some point, you have to be like, this is important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but my mom has gotten really into making masks. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and she didn't sew before this. And I would say she's made probably, like, 50. Whoa. Yeah, for, like, friends and stuff or just for you guys? Yeah, for friends. So Wicked. So, um, like, at first, she was just, like, making them for us, trying to figure it out. Because she was like, I yeah. have to do something. And mm. then she posted about it. And even though she works, um, yeah. she works in, like, uh, petroleum or whatever. So she's, like, essential. Right. She, like, does science or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, she is still working. I love the way you talk about your mom's work. Yeah, it's just science generally or science. science. Um, yeah. she like, she's, like, these are chemicals. Good, mm. good, yay. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. She just sits there and she's, like, Test tube, um, <laughs> centrifuge, good, good science. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, so she she does that. So she's still working. Uh, yeah, fuck. And, and then getting home and making getting, setting up, up her mask factory. Shit. Yeah, it's actually so, madness because I'm like, can you just take a nap? And she's like, no, because I keep posting on Facebook that I'm making masks and people keep asking for them. No wonder she hasn't got time to chop lettuce, Kima. It's true. I'm a yeah. jerk. <laughs> um, so have you um, have you been eating anything particularly lockdowny? Like, I want to know if there's had been a thing that you've had that's been like, oh god. I mean, only in these times would I have put that with that or made that cocktail or well, had you know, that at that time or whatever. I've gotten um, I've gotten more sandwichy. I think, Ooh. but generally, like, something interesting about sandwiches is they remind me, like, the ones that, like, I'll make, which we're having, mm-hmm. like, um, you guys don't have a lot of turkey deli meat, which really hurts my soul, because mm-hmm. I'm not, like, a ham person, and chicken in a sandwich just feels kind of extreme, um, yeah. no offense. <laughs> um, so, I'm glad to be back in Turkey Town. Uh, yeah. So I have a bit of turkey, sometimes putting cheese on it, um, some mayo, some mustard. I keep putting sliced pickles on it, which is just oh, nice. its own, you know, adventure. And sometimes I'll put some uh, non-shredded lettuce on it, you know. Yeah. But um, sandwiches kind of remind me of being home from school in the summer. Oh, so nice. it's kind of interesting to have this, like, yeah, these little sandwichy moments. I've done some um, 
tuna salad vibes. Um, nice. But I made them grown up by putting red onions and bell peppers and a celery in there. Oh, um, nice. Because I'm adult. And then, like, yeah. seasoning it, actually. Like, putting <laughs> some, like, Creole seasoning in there. And then I'm like, okay. But, yeah, so I think just kind of going quite basic. But also part of the tuna thing is when this first happened, my yeah. mom, like, freaked out. And she got, like, all this fucking tuna, dude. <laughs> and now you just got to get through it. Oh, I'm glad yeah. you're finding nice, nice ways of experiencing the tuna that needs to be gone now. Um, I had a really weird, my most recent thing uh, like that happened that I don't think would have happened outside of lockdown is that because during this, I've been sometimes, um, because I'm sharing my kid with my, with his dad, with my ex yeah. who lives on the same road. So um, every couple of weeks or so, uh, we've been having a Sunday lunch together because um, my kid mm. loves it and it's fine and it's good and we get a chance to talk about all the stuff we've been up to with the kid, etc., mm-hmm. um, and his behaviour, etc. But um, I don't normally eat meat. I wouldn't say I very, 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 very rarely eat meat, but occasionally for those lunches, I've been like going to a butcher's kind of near you me. You cannot and get- even put like if you try to put my parents at a table together, it would become like hilarious and probably like. <laughs> verbally violent very quickly i'm very proud of you thanks well we're only we're only a year into it so so far so good uh, yeah something that young young baby boy will really be like wow (laughs) good good job guys thank you we'll see We'll see. I don't know that kind of children have got a great reputation for being extremely grateful for their parents' efforts when it came to their breakups. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it, it, we'll see how we go with that. But anyway, like, so I don't normally eat meat, so I've been getting a, a chicken from this butcher's and uh, roasting it. And then because I guess I kind of an element of um, because we're in quarantine, I don't want to waste anything, but also you've got more time, but also a little bit of guilt because I don't normally eat meat. But I am... Um, I kept the, the, the chicken carcass afterwards and made a stock. Um, yeah. Then went on to do loads of other stuff with. But while it was cooking, <clears throat> I got this massive nostalgia hit from the smell of the stock. And it was from the smell of all, from the beginning of the getting everything ready for the stock, like chopping celery and carrots and yeah. stuff. And then the smell of it cooking, I was like, what is that? And it hit me. I was like, oh, it's my grandparents' house in Farnborough oh. in Hampshire. And my, I had an Austrian nana. It's my dad's mum. Yeah. And, um, they're, where they lived in Hampshire, they were always, I didn't know the bird type until I was an adult, but the coo of a bird, it was a wood pigeon. And mm. I have that cooing outside the back of my house now. And I occasionally think, oh, that, that sound reminds me of Farnborough. But then this smell reminded me. And I, it really knocked me for six. I felt really so emotional, lovely. like tearful, but happy, happy tearful. Yeah. You know, I was like, that's amazing. Um and I just, my nana died when, a long time ago. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, my granddad's in a nursing home and doesn't know who anyone is. And I was like, oh, that's what an intense feeling. And my dad is like the least soppy man ever. And, um, but I was like, fuck it, I'm going to text him. And I texted him saying, dad, I've, for the first time in my life, made a chicken stock and the smells of it are really reminding me of Nana and Gordy's in Farnborough. And it's yeah. so overwhelming because I think she must have always kind of had something bubbling away on the pot. She used yeah. everything up and blah, blah, But anyway, I just said to him, I've got this That's big so nostalgia. Lovely. And he just replied with one sentence saying, yeah, I've got no sense of smell. 
Oh my god. <laughs> And I forgot what a bastard daughter. Like, I what was like, oh, I'm guy. so sorry. I 100% forgot you've got no sense of smell. What a guy. He's like, He's I've never... never smelled that in my life. <laughs> What's going on with your dad's nose? Oh, my God. Poor dad. And he worked in wine for years, which is a swizz, right? Because oh. you really do need to be able to smell for that shit. Yeah. What a... Was he in, like, a traumatic smell accident? <laughs> yeah, he had his nose beaten up by an elf when he was two yeah. years old. No, um, horrible. I don't know what the story is. I always assumed it's because he's um, not afraid of cigarettes and alcohol, but and and yeah. not lots of not clean living. But um, I think no, I think he didn't have the sense of smell even from childhood. And whatever, whenever it did go in his childhood, if he ever had one, he doesn't remember any smells. Mad, isn't That's it? Mad, yeah. It was great for me as a teenager when I was trying to hide the fact I smoked. I was just going to say, maybe that's why he's so, like, he's like, cigarettes, I don't even know that they're happening. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Say scrum diddly umptious. No! And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. So you are allowed out to the shops and stuff there, obviously, but I kind of want to know what food shopping's like in Texas. Or where you are, anyway. I've got no oh, idea. It's just so much stuff. Like, when I initially went to the grocery store, I was quite overwhelmed because I wanted to, like, keep it streamlined, you know? Like, I had a list. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure. I was like, I'm going to get this, 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 and this. Um, yeah. And it's just huge, dude. It's kind of like when you go, like, because living in central London, the stores aren't that big um but it's, yeah. it's kind of like when you go out of town to like a bigger sayings but then sometimes like double and it's just kind of uh-huh. like why are you so huge um <laughs> and it's crazy you, isn't the stuff really huge as well were you saying like last time i spoke to you, you were like oh, pouring some almond milk from like a, a gallon ginormous. of almond milk it's ginormous it's the fridge, have you got a big fridge to hold it all? Yeah, oh my God, the fridge is huge. Um, and it's interesting because my mom lives here like with herself. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of like, yeah, like the fridges, I'm sure there are like bigger ones in the uke, but the ones I've had in my flats are like not big at all. Mm. And it's funny to me that the like smaller kind of fridge that I've shared with like two people four people um like is full in like it's crazy but yeah things are things are a bit bigger like we have these um half gallon uh ice cream things and it's just kind of like it's pretty standard and they do have, like, the smaller ones, like uh, Ben and & Jerry's and whatnot. They don't make half gallons. Um, okay. But there's this brand, Bluebell, which is only in Texas, and it's so good. I can't even describe it. Even their vanilla is just like, wow, this is delicious. Um, oh, nice. And I don't know what's going on with, like, cows or whatever. I honestly need to chill with the dairy. But, um, <laughs> I mean, when in Rome, eat all the ice cream. You know, have you bought um, any interesting like impulse buys when you've been out shopping? Yay, yay, and also mm, because like 
I mean, I think it's harder than ever to stick to the list. A hundred percent. I might not be out again for like another week. So maybe I should just try that really random fucking thing. Man, the last time that I was at the store, I saw these these chocolate like covered sea salt caramel squares and I almost got them but then they weren't dark chocolate and I don't fuck with milk chocolate. I think it's <laughs> gross. Um, wow, you prefer dark chocolate to milk chocolate. Hundred percent. You've got such a mature palate. I'm an adult. I also lot- love red wine and long walks <laughs> with senior citizens. <laughs> That's how I roll. But yeah, it was gross. I don't know. But um, recently, I was at the store, and this was my. I had a um, friend come around, which ooh, naughty, naughty. Um, but I hadn't seen her in so long, and she was just hiding out in her house. And then she came and hid out in my house for a few days. Um, and we went to the store, and she turned me on to these um, these steamed big ass shrimp. So the shrimp that we're working Ooh. with, you know how when you yeah. get like you get like these prawn right, and they're like big, and you're like, oh, these are big. How nice. Um, a lot of them are big in the store. Like a lot of them are very big. And so we got some, um, and they'll steam them for you and put them in uh, seasoning. So we got some oh, Old wow. Bay ones, and that was crazy. And then we told my mom that we were going, and she was like, I want some crab legs. And so there were these big Dungeness crabs. And so we wow. got the shrimp steamed and the crab steamed, and it was such a moment in time, dude. Honestly, so delicious. But I think most of my impulse buying has been like fast food. Like whenever um, my mom's like home, because there's the um, one car. So I just, it's not that hard for me to like stay in the house because I can't go anywhere. Um, But the, whenever she's like home sometimes before she like goes to work or after, I'll run to like, any of the places that I've been missing while I've been in the UK for the past three years. And yeah. um, I'm just trying tell not to tell them. Tell me about them. Tell us about them. What are the places you've been missing? The only oh one place I've heard of, like Wendy's? Or is that just the hackiest, yeah. most British thing I've ever said? Wendy's I had a Wendy's once. around the corner, yeah. Oh, yes. And it's open? Yeah, well, you had Wendy's before. Oh, my God. Tell me everything. I had a Wendy's when I was... I think I was 15 and I was visiting, my uncle was living in San Francisco and I went with my mum and we had a Wendy's. Oh my God. And we'd heard so so much about it. And um, actually it was just kind of, no, I don't think I had a Frosty. I don't think I understood what I was doing. I think I just had a burger. I think it was just kind of revolutionary because at the time in the UK, this is 20 years ago because I am old. Mmm. Delicious. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Because it's the evening here, I'm having a beer with my dinner. Oh, I'm having lovely. A, um, I'm having a little premium lager called Perlenbacher. Nice. Tastes Perlenbacher. the same as every lager. You know uh, what was I saying about Wendy's? Do. If you were uh, if you were like a a beer dude, you know, because if you were a micro bro, you'd be yeah. like, oh wow, I taste the bibbidi bobbidi boo. Um, yeah, it's really like hoppy and there's some citrus in there. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, if I have my top knot. You'd be like the, the hip hop, the hibby, the hibby to the hibbity hibbity hop. Yeah, that's what I'd be like. That's I what like you'd it. Say. It's nice. I think that's they taste step. I think these lagers taste pretty lagery. Um, yeah, shut up a little representing, holding it down for everybody who needs help. <laughs> I, I'm going to finish my silly, tiny, shitty point about Wendy's, which oh is, my God, I think, I when I... I love it. Tell me, I, I can't believe you didn't get a Frosty. That's literally the high point of Wendy's. Like, that's the selling point. That's what they oh. do. You know, and they make... What is it? I don't even know what a Frosty is. It's hard to describe because it's like, I would most... I would compare it to a chocolate soft serve but it's in a cup you eat it with a spoon but if you let it melt a bit you can drink it with a straw it's not a shake it's thicker than a shake and if you dip your fries in it it's such a party and it's not like overly chocolatey which is why i've always been able to get into it because i'm not like a huge chocolate person um but it is like it's such a thing and Honestly, if I could bring one to you, I would do it. But I think oh. there are other things that you deserve more than a Frosty that I could bring. But, yeah, <laughs> it's what happens at Wendy's, dude. And I feel so sorry for you and your mom. Like, you guys really went through it. That sounds like a traumatic experience. What did you have? All the way to it? San Francisco to not have a Frosty. Uh, we yeah. just had a burger, but at the time in the UK, there were no burger places doing, apart from Burger King Whoppers, which are like Ew. pretty shit. Um, yeah, like soggy bread, kind of flaccid. Like it was I like, 
and everyone was like, everyone in America we knew was like, oh, it's nothing compared to Wendy's and burgers in the UK is shit. And then we got there and we're like, well, it's a bit better, but it's just got more like salad in and the bread isn't yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, that was all it was. It was like, okay, well, it's just kind of maybe 20% more care has gone into this. Yeah, it's not, but, um, definitely not a revolutionary burger spot. No. Right now they have something going on. Well, it's been going on for a few years called the 4x4. Four four. really changed the game. Uh, but it's kind of weird. to me. I want details. Get, oh, don't even worry about it. I'm full of them. You can get, like, <laughs> um, a, a burger, a sandwich of choice, right? And the options, I believe, are, like, a junior bacon cheeseburger, which is a smaller bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> okay. So there's, like, two strips of bacon, a little cheese, a little patty, a lettuce, a tomato, mayo, um... And the not shit bread, uh, chicken nuggets, which for a while they had spicy or non-spicy. Wendy's chicken nuggets, top chicken nuggets from fast food, hands down. McDonald's chicken nuggets, terrifying, disgusting. Wendy's chicken <laughs> nuggets make you feel like I'm an adult. I'm eating chicken nuggets. It's fine. Nice. I should be, I should be eating these chicken nuggets. Um, oh. So that's two of the four. You can get some fries, which recently they started doing fries with a bit of skin on them. Also a very grown-up move. Really um, nice move, yeah. And then you can get a drink, and if you want, you can be like, actually, I want a Frosty. And that's a 4 <gasps> by 4 And my only hang-up is, is that there's a sandwich and a chicken nuggets because it's just like, how much meat do you think I need? Um, but, you know, sure. that doesn't stop me from eating all of it. To be honest, I don't think any of the meals from there are anything to do with need, and it's all about nope. want, and that's yep. absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's basically like burgers. it's basically a bento box. It's like a Western yeah. bento box. So why is this happening? Great There's thing. There's a lot going on. Um, Whataburger, which has like really great fries. Chick Fil A, mm. which is homophobic and probably racist because the two often go together, <laughs> but I don't fucking care. As a queer black woman, they're delicious. Um, they have like they they call it. They're like we have the original chicken sandwich, which like I'm sure you don't. Um, but <laughs> yeah, fuck me, because so that's gonna be some old chicken. Come yeah, on, yeah, you know the original chicken sandwich. In the 1800s, we were like, oh, I found a new cut of chicken. It's a breast. Put it in <laughs> that bread. Stick three pickles under it. This is original. Yeah, they have waffle fries, which is just like oh. a big thing, kind of revolutionary, game-changing. Um, they they like, do they look like a crisscross bit of potato? Are they, the same? Yeah. Are they like what you get in Leon oh, yeah. here? Um, yes, 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 yes. Except without the coating that the Leon ones have. So these uh-huh. are just kind of giving you a straight up potato and that yeah. like salt. I've got a lot of time for that because who eats one chip at a time? Like generally as oh. a rule, it would be like, especially if you're going in chips first when you're at your hungriest, yep. you need yep. a small, you need like a pinch, not a handful, but like a pinch, a pinch yep. full. You need like at least four to five chips. So what they've done, yep. the fries, yep. what they've done there is just done that for you by pressing them all together them. in a yeah. beautiful pattern. Yeah, in I a tartan it. lattice. Yes, yep. please. Sometimes I see people... They're like doing two fries, and I'm like, don't fucking kid me. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just going to make the whole up. thing take longer. Yeah, yeah own your up. feelings, dude. Eat the, <laughs> eat the, eat the fries, man. But people are crazy like that. Do you know what I mean? Insanity yeah. takes many forms. So many forms. So many forms. Because um, yeah. you said grow up, I'm going to ask you the big old question of what was eating like growing up for you? Oh, very interesting. Because if you ask my mom, she'll say that like she does uh, cook. But if you ask me, I'll be like, not really. Um, so, <laughs> so it kind of like depends. Because like, I swear if you ask her, she's like, I made food pretty regularly, and I'm just kind of like, not really, because on my <laughs> my dad's family, they're very food based people, and uh-huh. they make food every day, if not like twice a day. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes, yeah. like you know, like there's meals happening. Um, sure, sure, sure. And like, I feel like my mom made food maybe a couple times a week or like three times a week and I don't really know what the fuck I was eating otherwise all I know (laughs) is that as an adult I have a real kind of like affinity for meals that other people have made whether it's those like boxes in M&S that are like you can put me in the microwave um (laughs) I had to dig that, but I think also um, a different point in my life, my mom was working in different ways, so she's always, like, done science, but at one point yeah. she was working at, like, a science place <laughs> that was, like, you need to work um, at night-ish or whatever, um, and I think, like, yeah, so I was, I, I don't even remember, dude. I just know that there's food from various yeah. sources. Sometimes I would make things, which is why my tuna salad is so killer. Um, and then I think, interestingly, as I say, I'm a Mexican-Italian food aficionado. Like, there was quite a lot of that going on, like, in in the home. Um, so my mom makes some pretty good, like, chicken enchiladas. Nice. Um, and like different bits like that but yeah it's interesting because i feel like i think she does she does a pretty solid uh meatloaf vibe very interesting but yeah so just like different bits but never like consistently enough for you to be like that's my favorite thing you make do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah sure i know exactly what you mean we didn't i don't think growing up i had like you know, and on Fridays we have this thing, like where there was yeah. never that consistency either. It was always yeah. like sometimes there'll be something cooked, and then a lot of the rest yeah. of the time it's like I don't know what I had. Exactly the same. Like I think I had a lot of Finder's crispy pancakes. But anyway, yeah. the thing you were saying about like having a fondness for stuff that other people have made for you. Well, mine's kind of co- I had that too, and mine's kind of come full circle now. And I I want to feed people. I want to cook for people. I miss Ooh. that desperately at the moment. But um, I had a really funny you? thing happen. Will it happen for me? It will. It will. It'll happen when I cook for you as soon as you're back and we're allowed to socialise. Um, so that. we had a funny thing the other night where there's this place at the end of my road where um, me and my kid love to go for dinner every now and again. Obviously, it's closed to sit in, um, but I realised it was um, doing takeaway. And so I said to my son like a few weeks ago, like, um, 
on on one night, should we get our dinner from there? And he was like, I don't understand. You said it's closed. Like he's four and he uh, like doesn't get it. And I was like, we can get takeaway. And I realised he's never had a takeaway. Like he's been to drive throughs yeah. and we've, you know, but, oh, and, and, you know, what we, a we, we life, you know, we've picked, like, what a well, lovely four. moment for him. Oh, I'll well, wait for it. Like, it's so <laughs> amazing, yeah. <laughs> and we've been to like plenty. I remember my mum saying, You're like, he's not been alive that long. Don't get no, carried I'm, away. Honestly, like, and my mum said to me, Has he had a McDonald's yet? And I was like, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he has a McDonald's every single time we have a drive that's longer than two hours. Um, but anyway, yeah, so he was like, What is a takeaway? And I was like, Well, they, you know, they'll drop it at the door. And he was like, But it's closed. And we, he just clearly didn't get it. And I was like, Look, I promise you everything's going to be okay. And like, I, I read out his options and he got the same thing he always has, like chicken dippers and chips. And yeah. I got this, this amazing falafel thing that they do. And then like, because it, it's literally at the end of the road, it took about 15, 20 minutes and the doorbell rang and he was like, <gasps> and he was, I'm never, he was so excited. And then he took it like off the doorstep and thanked the man. And then he like put it on the table and he was like opening it up and be like, oh my God, it's in boxes. Like, and I'd forgotten how exciting it is for the first time that you ever get a takeaway. And I swear to God, he opened up a box and he went they've already cooked it he oh couldn't believe us. He, he thought that, that they would bring horrible. us the raw ingredients and we'd still have to then go and cook it it I was it so incredible much. he was like hello fresh <laughs> yeah 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 oh to be four. Oh, oh my god what joy now i want to have a child well, I just want to be four again rather than have a child. The rest of having a child is really stressful. Um, I remember uh, uh, <laughs> one time just before when there were still gigs and we were on a tour date. When there um, were still you were, gigs. I, oh, my God, shut yeah. up. Please don't talk well, there'll that be gigs way. Again. There'll be, sorry, there'll be gigs. Back back when there were the gigs from before. Um, uh, and you were, I can't remember what it was, and I wanted to ask you about it. You were eating a stinky fruit, and I can't remember what fruit it was, but you said it was to cure the shit. You you had some was it papaya? You had some stinky fruit because oh you had yes, a yes, tummy. because I was trying to poop. I was trying to poop. Oh. And, I say um, what I don't understand the theory. Is papaya meant to make you stop pooing or make you poo? Um, it's meant to I think it can do either. So what it's <laughs> meant to do is it's meant to like bring balance or something. Um right. which is quite interesting. It has something I mean, that in, in itself, it which I'm is like skeptical. good for the gut. There's something, right. I don't know the name of it, but uh, I think it has some kind of like enzyme or something like that. Um, okay. And what's weird is like, I was I was talking to my friend um, and he's Nigerian and there they call it a popo. And, he, mm-hmm. and I was like, my stomach hurts. I think I was either nauseous or I couldn't stop shitting. I don't think, I think that, that was, day you I couldn't stop shitting. Shit. Yeah, it wasn't that I needed to shit because if I need to shit, because I'm not a regular shitter, my 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 shit is a very sporadic. It kind of has its own heart and mind. I get uh, it. I get it. I hear you. My guts are literally insane, um, and so when I need to poop. I found one time I was eating dried apricots for fun and that was a mistake because oh, it got very oh not fun very quickly. And I was like, yeah. mm, these are delicious. I love a dried fruit. And then I was like, why are you ruining my life? <laughs> um, so when I need to do a poop, I just pop a few of those um, nice. and get some water going. So I think it was that, yeah, I couldn't mm, there we not. Go not poop or something god you reminded me of a time when as a kid my dad my dad's work kind of got him um, 
No, he didn't shit on me. He's not the best dad, but he's never shat on me. Literally. Yeah, that's what's that. I'm really Yet. happy for you. Thank you. Not to brag. Um, yeah, his work, something to do with his work, they had the deal, this deal with some company and they had loads of like chocolate covered coffee beans. And they he just bought like a box full of these little bags of chocolate coloured coffee covered coffee beans it's really hard to say home and I was a little kid and I like as far as I was concerned they were just some crunchy chocolates and I ate a whole bag yeah. of them which oh, that man. much coffee in a little kid I don't remember yeah. I must have been really ill but I do remember the shits like a full day of the shits wow that's mad and you were probably just it's like probably running around and pooping and running around and pooping and running around and pooping that's absolutely <laughs> madness like so ah! awesome. oh my goodness <laughs> Does actually, I feel so bad for you and your dad. I wonder if he was like, I wonder if he really cared about them as well. No, he was like just going to bin them, I think. I don't think he would have ever eaten them. I think it was okay. one of those. Where, well, yeah, that's he good. Was particularly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad good. he wasn't like, my beloved beans. <laughs> Oh, one day I'm going to introduce you to my dad because it's, it's so not how he talks that that's really made me laugh. Uh, 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 <laughs> my beloved beans. Okay, so everybody gets their own version of this and it's a very long-winded way of getting to a very simple question. But here is your question. I like huge dicks. Is that what you're going to ask? No. I wish okay. now. Okay, right. here's what I'm going to ask. <laughs> I need to start laughing first. So, so, so okay, okay, you ready? Because I thought that's where you were going with that. Okay, no. It's a podcast about eating, but I suppose it's still relevant. Okay. The internet decides to leave us. It breaks up with all of humanity. Can you imagine that? No internet. And now uh, of all times, but oh it's agreed God. to take it back and marry us forever and ever and ever. But only if oh. you, and weirdly, it does have to be you, Kima, do 400 oh. hours of air shrill. It's like an adult soft play with huge fans. It's really stressful. It's like an enormous oh bouncy God. castle full oh of obstacles God. for adults as well as children. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. You're awarded that you go down in history as being the woman who through 400 hours of air thrill saved us all from a life without internet so you you are like lauded forever as like one of the greatest people of all time Jeff, you're insane dude but you're awarding the moment and you remember you're tired you've just been for 400 hours in this air yeah, thrill place is the feast of your dreams so you are the happiest you have ever been you're the hungriest you have ever been i want to know what the feast of your dreams would be nothing has to be ethical there's no consequences to anything you eat i don't even doesn't even have to be possible any of these answers i want to know what you'd eat what you'd drink and if there's a who with and where then who with and where please oh my gosh i love it um, I'm alone. <laughs> so I'm many people say myself that. at this feast. Um, <laughs> so Oprah is there and Beyonce are there because they can't believe what I've just done. Dave Chappelle stops by, but he doesn't stay long because ultimately he would just annoy us. Um, <laughs> and he's just like not on our level after I save humanity. Um, and there's this, um, Mexican restaurant out here. Um, 
ironically owned by white dudes. I mean, that's how <laughs> shit goes. Um, and it's called Papacitos. And right. I think that I would want, they have banging fajitas. Every fajita okay. that I've had in the UK has been so sad. Shouldn't even be called that. It's been so horrible. True. So horrible. Sometimes they're like juicy. It's weird. Um, mm. But yes, yeah, so I think I have either some uh, fajitas or enchiladas from Papacitos. They have these nice. delicious seafood enchiladas with um, mm. scallops in them. Oh, I believe nice. it's like scallops and shrimp. It's such oh, a vibe. Um, so I have like those. So good. And then I'd have cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. And I don't even know nice. what flavor because they're like 20-something. Mmm. We'll just get them all. You can just have a little bit of – you can have however much you want yes. of oh all my God. the flavors because like, it's the feast like a, of your like dreams. Each. Oh, my gosh. This is mm. madness. What an amazing answer. This is an, that's a really a beautiful and amazing answer, and thank you so much. Thank you for doing my podcast. Now I'm thinking about the meal. <laughs> that's a nice way to leave you thinking about the meal why would you do that i have a cheesecake factory <laughs> gift card that my godmother gave to me because she's a god mother yes. and now i'm just like can i use that today i hope you can use that today please try and use that today madness oh my god and and all uh, that is holy about curbside pickup i thank you so much for having me and for chatting to me about foods and uh, the nostalgia of them. I hope that you smell broth forever, dude. <laughs> Thanks, my love. Take care. I love, love, love you. Have a, have a good day. And you. Mm, yum in my tongue. What a lovely episode. Um, uh, follow Kima, please. She is K E M A H B O B on all of the socials. She's also a big part of a really amazing comedy night called Fuck It Up, F O C It Up Comedy at F O C It Up Comedy on Instagram, on Twitter. It's a, a comedy night that um, bigs up the voices of uh, femmes of colour. Um, but I imagine in the current climate, there's a chance that it could be going online. If not, please go once it's not uh, once it's not lockdown times and there are gigs again. It's, it's such a brilliant thing and it's really good and really funny. Also, Kima's about to start her own show on Instagram and uh, YouTube called Good To See You, where she talks to people over Zoom about their experience of lockdown so far. I'm doing Instagram Lives every week, roughly at nine o'clock. Follow at The Hoovering Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, talk to amazing people who've been guests on the show and I might start even talking to people who haven't been guests on the show yet on the podcast. Um, got any spare money please give it to a food bank i know the trust will trust doing amazing work uh, i'm on patreon if you've got even more spare money if you'd like to cook for someone or receive some uh, recipe that you wish you could be eating by someone who lives near you uh, who loves to cook please email quarantine.cooks.london at gmail.com follow me at jessica foster q got anything longer than a tweet to send me go to my website jessicafosterq.com huge thanks to acast for hosting the podcast hoovering is produced by emma Corsham, and the music is by mike greenway until next week happy hoovering
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.